Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of Zorkcast, Michael Mason Traeger. Welcome back to Zorkcast, and this is Michael, and I'm here today with Steve, a.k.a. Las Vegas, UK, for an extra special last-minute impromptu episode. Welcome. Wow, that was a really excited intro. That's the most excited I've ever heard you. It's fueled by Angel's Envy in a Caesar's Palace class. (laughs) Oh, nice. I'm quite jealous of that. And a chaser of Evian, Stillwater. I hope all these guys are uh, sponsoring us. <laughs> that's, that's actually, they should. I, our Evian and Angel's Envy should be our sponsors, but we'll talk about that another time because those are, <laughs> those are consistent brands that I, that I plug. So today, as the title of the episode is called WTF. Travel corridors. So I'm going to allow my personable and very friendly, slightly hinged sidekick, (laughs) Steve, (laughs) to talk about travel corridors because I don't know what the fuck's going on. And honestly, I don't even want to talk about it because it just confuses me and it hurts my big brain. (laughs) (laughs) So your tiny brain. My tiny, yes, my (laughs) tiny, tiny, tiny brain, but What's more important, a tiny brain or a tiny eggplant? Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) let's not go there. Okay, stop, stop. Steve, stay focused. The the Britishness in me is very uncomfortable right now. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, that's one of the things that I love about doing shows with you is because I pretty much so have the easiest playbook of what makes you uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) which for most british people is like almost anything personal (laughs) well to be honest right now it's the it's the uk government that's making me uncomfortable (laughs) so Uh, travel travel corridors just explain a little bit about what's going on in the uk during these covid19 times and this concept of travel corridors maybe a little bit about the quarantine stuff that's going on give give our listeners a little bit of a background so basically, at the moment, if you there's regulations in place in relation to coronavirus, so if you travel abroad, like you did when you went to the US, uh, and when you come back to the UK, you currently have to self-isolate for 14 days. You have to provide information as to where you'll be staying, whether that be a hotel or, a, or at home, and you have to self-isolate for 14 days, right? So that's the quarantine. Now- um, And let me just the- interrupt you there. On the website, they ask you, to give your phone number, your mobile number, your email, and an SMS, a they ask you how they can contact you. And if you yes. try to just say, I want to be contacted by like SMS, they ask you why they can't call you, which explains our famous call, which we won't go into, where the UK government <laughs> called me before I got back into the UK because they're just the model of efficiency. <laughs> Mr. Traeger, are you, we're calling to check on your quarantine. Well, I don't know if you happen to have access to your immigration records, but I haven't entered your country yet. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, you, to be fair, you had extended your trip, and you probably were going to be one of the first people to quarantine because you came back just after it was introduced, right? Yes, but but you not that I'm figure... in the business of defending the UK government here. But I know, but you would figure <laughs> that there's some little thing that tells them. If, you know, I enter the country, I have to show my passport. They do put something in their computer that I've entered the country. Yes. So, so you would figure that they sort of have that. It's not like I can, like, just sneak out a door on the side, you know, <laughs> or something. <laughs> I'm going to build a wall. Anyway, so um, <laughs> basically, the UK government brought in this policy and it got ridiculed in the UK media basically because what's the point of bringing it in now you should have brought it in months ago if you were going to do it so anyway they brought in the policy and they have now i think it's about a month later um have decided that some countries are now safe to let people in from without quarantine and today they've released the, the list and they've called it a travel corridor list right so there are a number of countries on this list that from the 10th of july you will not have to self-isolate when you arrive in England currently, this only applies to England at the moment because Scotland in particular has not been very happy about this list, supposedly. I don't know if that's completely true, but that's 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 the suggestion, right? And it always amazes me that all of you guys don't like follow the same rule set, you know, like sort of like one set of rules for the United Kingdom. Like, why would you not do it that way? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's that's a whole other a whole other <laughs> podcast, as we always say. Uh, <laughs> that's another podcast. Yes, I do hear rumblings about that, and also just to I'll put it in the show notes. But did you listen to Gilbert's wonderful Boris imitation yesterday on Travel yes. Corridors? It yes, is I did. fantastic. It is really <laughs> hysterical. I have to put that in the show notes. I'm sorry. I'm yes. gonna let, this is all you. This is your country. This is all your country. And I and I no pressure, and right? I rely I rely on you to explain all of the very smart and rational decisions that the government in the United Kingdom is making because that's what that's what you're here for. I think you're I feel like you're relishing this at the moment. You're enjoying this a little bit too much. Anyway, so basically there are a number of countries on this list, right? And there was a leaked list or a draft list um, with some other countries on it that are no longer on the list. So places like Singapore, Thailand, Canada, for example. So then on the list, which is surprising because their cases of coronavirus are much lower than the ones that we have in the UK currently. Now, I can understand somewhere like, so the United States is not on the list for obvious reasons, right? I'm, I'm sure you would agree. I'm not going to agree with you on that on the air. I mean, I, I think you are, you're, you're just, you guys just have something against Americans because we are, we are leading the world in coronavirus and I don't know why we should be punished. Okay, I'm sorry. Despite the fact we're not we're not allowed into America either. But anyway, uh, but Brazil, okay, Brazil is not on the list. <laughs> Mexico is well, not on the list. But anyway, so you would expect those countries to not be on the list, right? So this is that's fine. Okay? Wait, 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 wait. Slow down, uh, Mexico. What's the story with Mexico? Mexico is not on the list because Mexico has too much coronavirus, apparently. Oh, so my whole plan to fly us into Mexico and to put you in the trunk and drive <laughs> across the border and go to Las Vegas, that's foiled now. Yes, that is completely foiled. In fact, I don't think <laughs> there is any North American countries on this list. Well, there isn't. And very few, if any, South American countries. So this is basically a list of Europe. 
some Asia. Australia's on the list. New Zealand's on the list. Um, however, what, what's frustrating is there are, there are, and this is where Michael got confused. Bless him with his small brain. <laughs> there are basically two lists. But my large egg, list. but my large eggplant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't verify that. So there are two lists. Um, and then the other list is a list of countries whereby the UK government are saying it is now safe to travel to those countries. So here's the thing, right? Canada is on that list. Singapore is on that list. How can you say that it's safe for you to travel there, but when you come back, it's not safe enough, so you're going to have to uh, quarantine? I don't understand the, the thinking here. Now, if you look at the list of coronavirus cases across the world, I just had a quick look, and I think Germany is like 15th on that list. Okay, so there's a lot of lists. It's 15th on there, and it's on the safe list for the UK, and it's on the no quarantine list. Canada is 20th. So Canada has less cases, and yet it is not on the free from quarantine list. Where is the logic here? Well, I told you what I thought my UK, the logic was of the UK government. Go ahead. That they just, they drink, just drink too much scotch <laughs> and beer and make the rules and then publish them. I honestly just think they're drunk. We should probably, <laughs> we should probably add here how I have been so <laughs> triggered by this. For the last two hours, I was like texting Michael. We're like, "What the hell is this?" So notice I didn't swear. Well, it was my stuff. fault. My fault. Confusion too, because what was so confusing about it? I'm like, asshole! It's the fourth, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, mother ducker! No, it's not the fourth. And it was, and it really, like, literally, I was confused. I'm like, no, it's the fourth of July that this, and you're like, they'll know, Michael. The quarantine doesn't line up with that. There's another list for that, and I'm like, oh my. God goodness this is crazy like uh, that's where we said we need to do a podcast <laughs> so here's, here's another great one for you okay so i'm looking at the list right now saint pierre and michelon i hope i've pronounced that correctly is on the list however you can only get there flying via canada so this stuff really is crazy. So, so the long and the short of it is we are going to give you in the show notes access to two lists. And if you happen, <laughs> if you, you have to figure out which one is which. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're on your own, man. I mean, you are on your own. If you're in the United Kingdom, you are on your own. You go to buy those lists. As far as I'm concerned, I'm just ready to jump on a plane and go back to Las Vegas because it's just simpler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, man. this uh, this stuff is confusing, and I think this is going to become a little bit of an interesting kind of thing going on the next couple of months. I'm sure there are going to be amazing memes over this. Like, I can go here, but I can't go here, but I have to quarantine at this time, but I can't quarantine at this time. Yeah. Or, or, or the other thing that's so funny is like the issue. I don't know if this is uh, specific anymore to Portugal, but remember, Portugal wasn't going to be on a list, but the government actually said there is no way we can stop you if you go to Spain and then drive to Portugal and then drive back to Spain. Yeah. Well, I actually like that clarity because I'm like, you know what? They're being completely honest here that there is no way for them to fucking track any of this. It is just what it is. I mean, and, and I can is, confirm Portugal is not on the list. Okay, so I was accurate. You see, I did read one of the lists, but I'm really trying to say, but it is it is a very interesting thing. I think it would be a lot of fun if we were really bored, which we're not, Ooh. is we should take that list and turn it into a 
if you live in the United Kingdom and you want to gamble, <laughs> these are the casinos you could go to based on the list. That would be fun, wouldn't it? I was quite tempted to start calling out countries off the list and have you guess whether they're on the list or not on the list. Ooh, that's that's sort of fun. So anyway, this is travel corridors. So any yes. predictions? Any predictions well, about United it's States? Worth, it's worth noting, first of all, that it does say on here that this list may be added to over the coming days following further discussions between the UK and international partners. So it may be by the time you're listening to this that Canada, for example, or Singapore is on the list. Okay, so I'm just putting that out there because I don't want people to listen to this and think we're crazy. I think they might think that already. But yeah, but what true. is what is interesting? So what what's our prediction on the United States? What's our oh, prediction uh, of when the FCO is going to say it'd be cool, man, go to the states? I don't know. I honestly, I my my mind on this changes all the time because the cases are just going up and up and up again. There, I originally thought maybe September time, but I wonder if it's going to be even later than that now. The issue as well is um, we're obviously not allowed into the States and we haven't been allowed into the States since March um, and the EU in particular. And I know we're talking about a separate issue here, but, you know, we're still quite closely aligned with the EU, even though we've now technically left. We're aligned with the EU for the remainder of this year. So countries like France, for example, are big on um, reciprocity and having, you know, an agreement between countries. So if the U.S. doesn't let the French in, for example, it's unlikely that Europe is going to let the, the U.S. in. You know, this is a good point. This is a really good point you make. What I think actually one of the things that I think that's good that the U.K. is doing is they're doing these lists independent of reciprocal things yes. by the other countries. And I think that's a good thing because you know what? This reciprocal stuff becomes very complicated. And you know what? The way the U.K. should look at it is like, hey, we want tourism we want people to be able to visit. You know what? If for perchance this country doesn't want UK citizens, that's okay. Maybe that'll change. But I think actually that's a really smart approach to this because trying to get all these reciprocal agreements happening is going, it creates all kinds of hard feelings. Now, I will tell you in my heart of hearts, I think that the US will want to do something to allow UK travelers to travel to the US before you think they, so. you... before they allow the EU before they allow the EU citizens because the because the current Trump administration they're not exactly besties with the EU if you follow the news but yeah. i mean i honestly think that that you do get a leg up for lack of a better term to come up with with regard to the US there so i do think UK people will be able to visit on the sooner side. And I think that's awesome. And I, it's fine. I mean, I think right now I'm not so sure people want to necessarily visit the United States. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't mean to get, get political here and I'm not taking this down a political route at all, but do you think that it may possibly take sort of a, and the election to, to be done and dusted before other restrictions are lifted perhaps for Europe? I don't think so. No, I, I, before? I do think it will happen before, mostly because from a political standpoint, as far as I'm concerned in the United States, remember, overall, a lot of people in the United States do not have passports. A lot of people in the United States are not. They really actually don't care that much about Europe and the UK and the EU. So I feel it's sort of like 
it's sort of like a, a non-issue to a lot of people. So it's just, it's more so the government's just sort of working it out. I mm. think this is one of the problems with the mainstream media is that they sometimes emphasize some of this stuff. But I think to the average American, they're not like mad at the UK or mad at the EU or that kind of thing. So I don't, I don't think that's an issue that, that really requires change or an election or even like continuity of government or anything i just don't i think it's a non-issue i mean quite honestly americans much rather argue about abortion than letting uh -huh. uk citizens into las vegas uh, which yeah. i truthfully like if you look at the issues like you know guns and abortion are like way up higher on a list of you know like steve being able to play the top dollar progressive and win uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's a good thing, right? I yeah, mean, that's like, a good thing. <laughs> so that's my personal opinion. And this was great. Do you have anything else that you would like to add to this? Tomorrow is the 4th of July. And that is a very special day in the United Kingdom because you can get your hair cut and you can go to a pub. Maybe yeah. you can go to a pub that gets your hair cut. Are you planning to do anything tomorrow, Steve? Probably not, because I'm kind of the person that waits in the background and sees how it goes first. <laughs> Let everyone else take the risks, and I'll just uh, follow maybe next week. How about oh, you? So that's, that's why we're such a good combination, because you're like, Michael's going off for Vegas on the opening of Vegas. Yeah. And, and I know in the background you're going, he's fucking insane. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> but I'm also thinking, well, if it all goes wrong, maybe I'll get travel talk, so it's all good. <laughs> I'm I'm I <laughs> Oh man. I'm a little bit conflicted because I would like to go for a shave tomorrow at my barber, mostly because I'm lazy and I hate to shave myself. But I'm not sure if I'm ready to do that. I mean, this is totally illogical because I got to shave at Win Las Vegas. So this is yeah. just like weirdo stuff in your head. My wife and I are doing a little staycation in London at one of the top properties in a hotel group. You can't say it, that, Don't could be an idea of where. SE1. Yeah, I hope you're going to tell me more off air. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to a really cool, like Tel Aviv hip restaurant, which I made reservations for, which is walking distance from the property. So I'm super, by the way, it's all, it's all, on so my, it's, it's all on my Facebook. You know what? I'm insulted. You don't follow my fucking Facebook. I mean, I, don't so many, I saw you post about some restaurant. And I was like, yeah, <clears throat> I can't be bothered to read that. <laughs> Oh, if I'm not invited, I don't care. <laughs> is that is that the TLDR? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, so well, uh, thank, you, thank you for letting me have my episode and rant. I basically said to Michael, "Look, I need to rant about this, otherwise I'm going to go crazy." So thank you. You've helped me immensely. Yes. So let's tie this up. <laughs> have a wonderful Friday night. Drink bourbon. Be safe. Hugs, love, and all the things that people do on a weekend. And until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.